trying to have self-control there. <laughs> Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the local 724 podcast. Today in studio, we have Zach Drexler. How's it going, dude? Great, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, another Friday episode. I know. So much fun. I like Fridays. More like Great Friday, am I right? Great Friday. Yeah, much better than Good <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Much better. Zach, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're celebrating a year here owning the DV8. Yeah, April 1st was one year that I've uh, had ownership of DV8. Dude, that's so much fun, man. It's awesome. It's been a great year. So uh, tell us about that first year, dude. Well, it kind of went by like a blur, but uh, everything was awesome. I mean, the, this city has been great. You know, everything popped off last year with the night markets and everything, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. What, can you tell, just in case anybody has no idea what you're talking about, what yeah, DV8 yeah. is? DV8 what? is a local uh, espresso bar uh, in downtown Greensburg, right beside the post office. We uh, offer your normal coffee fare as well as the specialty drinks. And we also have a lot of live uh, local art from from really cool local yeah. artists. That's 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 my favorite part about the shop. It's yeah. uh, it's such a, a nice like quaint little spot. You go in, you grab your coffee, you have delicious, uh, you know, pastries, pastries, food, and, all, yeah, yeah, little brownies and, and all kinds of things. Thank you for bringing us. Yeah. Specialty drinks. Oh, yeah. The specialty drink. The Mexican Volcano. This thing is wild. Well, man. yeah. He gave it to us like a minute ago. I'm, already <laughs> it. Sorry. I'm trying to pace yeah. myself. Seriously, you... Yeah, you're like <laughs> sucking that thing down. I have a, I I have have a caffeine no sensitivity, so I'm uh, I'm sipping on mine. <laughs> no, I have well, no self-control when it comes to the, the volcano. I, yeah. I'm like you. It would have been gone by now. Well, and, and um, whenever we come in your shop, pastries too. There's always all these pastries, and so I'm... I'm sitting there like, I'll take one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those. And then before you know, really, because what it is, I just want to like try everything. I just yeah. want to bite everything. And I it all looks it too all good. Out. Yeah, yeah. I, I work uh, with some really awesome local bakers. Uh, I take credit for the coffee, but I can't take any credit for those pastries. I just bring them in from, from some really great people. That's awesome. Yeah, so, we'll, get, we'll give them a little shout out later. There you go. All right. Yeah. So your first year, um, what, uh, I mean, were you, when you bought the place? I'm not sure what I was expecting. Took over. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was the question. What were you expecting? I mean, had you been in the coffee business previous to this? Or? So never in the coffee business, but the ho uh, hospitality industry. I'm a restaurant okay. guy. So uh, I was a chef in multiple places in Greensburg for the last probably 10 years. Um, between there, Pittsburgh, D.C. for a little while, oh, nice. uh, mostly in the back of the house. But I have a degree uh, from IUP in hospitality management. So dabbled in a little front of the house. We did. I, I was uh, doing a little restaurant management as well as uh, the chef at Brasserie du Soleil, which is where I was prior to the pandemic, uh, which we all know what happened there with restaurants yeah. and uh, everything. So that's uh, kind of what led me to deviate. That's wild. Yeah, I, I was uh, out of the restaurant industry. I was working construction with a buddy of mine uh, to fill the void mm -hmm. and uh, just drinking a lot of coffee because I had a lot of free time. And uh, I lived downtown, so it was just a quick walk over to DV8. 
and uh, the ladies that owned it before me, Kim and Patricia, were, were looking to pass the torch on to somebody. And I've kind of always wanted to have a small business in, in downtown Greensburg. So did some figuring and some thinking about it and kind of went for it, both feet forward. Now, is that a big leap from the restaurant industry to, because it's a very s specific thing. But like, here's what I mean. People are crazy about coffee. People are crazy and about coffee. Like, I think people are more forgiving, let's say, in the restaurant industry, where it's like, uh, you know, you had an okay meal or whatever, but coffee, people are like, I need coffee. Yeah, and if it's not good, I'm not, not coming back. Exactly. Um, it Maybe in that sense, but I, I don't think that there's that much of a difference in, you know, just running it as a restaurant. Uh, basic same principles, you know, health and safety, but, and, you know, bringing people in, doing sales, whatnot. But I like the fact that I interact with everybody there as opposed to being in a kitchen. Uh, but basically running it day to day is about the same as, as you would a restaurant. But the coffee game is totally different from the, the restaurant game. Like you said, I, you, you might have a bad meal somewhere willing to give them another chance. If someone screws up your coffee, there's a good chance you're, you're going somewhere else. And yeah. We all need that morning boost, you know? <laughs> Thankfully, so far, I don't think I've screwed up anybody's coffee. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, not mine. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm almost done. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at this isn't for show. Like, no, Brian's so, just going to start talking. Sh should faster. we tell him what that is here? So the Mexican yeah. volcano that he is, is uh, uh, enjoying so much is a latte uh, that we make with uh, some really high-quality chocolate that we get from California. That has cinnamon, almond, and vanilla ground into it. That's yeah, it tastes delicious. Thank you. Very amazing. And that was a, a staple, right? That was a that was all, that's staple. been a deviate staple for a while. That's what I drank prior to uh, taking over. I was a, a regular Mexican volcano drinker. Yeah. Now I just wild. Just you know, since I'm there all day, I just drink coffee. <laughs> what are some other like really popular drinks? Uh, okay, I like I like vanilla. I like cinnamon. I like those types of yeah nutmeg like that so area. like uh, the chai tea lattes are, are very mm -hmm. popular ones right now. We are uh, we have a special chai tea latte. Uh, we're doing a collaboration with the Kentley out in mm -hmm. uh, um, kind of Litro yeah yeah yeah, area. yeah yep. I know. I, I Mountain like View they're they're <laughs> yeah. right in Mountain View there. Uh, you can get a blackberry coconut chai latte at one, either one of our stores right now. Oh, wow. Uh, and that is delicious. Um, but you said vanilla. Our, our Madagascar is our vanilla equivalent to the Mexican volcano. So okay. it's made the same way. It's just made with some really high-quality vanilla bean, a little bit of custard to give it a little body. And So if you're not a chocolate fan, the Madagascar is the way to go. It's mm. awesome. That's like, I, I enjoy listening to people talk about like, same deal, food, coffee, whatever. I mean, just like listening to somebody who's trained. I love to cook, but I'm not a chef. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, to s listen to somebody talk about like the specific, uh, specifics of things is Yeah, I, I mean, so awesome. listening I to it. anybody talk about their passion is, is awesome. Yeah. You, know? they, you can tell they really put everything into it. Mm -hmm. So. So what are you at now? Like, do you want to expand? Like, not not expand 
I actually, I'll keep it open. I mean, I'll keep it open. Expand physically, maybe, <laughs> maybe some point. Uh, expand on some menu items. Definitely, we we are always trying to work on new things. We'd love to be able to offer some uh, more breakfast option or, or mm-hmm. breakfast and lunch options as opposed to just the pastries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't have the facilities to do so inside DV8 right now. But that's something we're working on, trying to free up some space. Yeah. Uh, and utilize some other space in a different way so nice yeah i i just say that because well first off your building i wasn't even going to comment on the building i was just talking about like in your mind yeah, like, yeah. where do you see things going but your building is nice because you kind of have those two little nook area right like more like coffee on one side than the art yeah, the gallery, art gallery on, the on the other side yeah so you have some i guess some freedom if you wanted to pursue yeah that. so there's a little bit of room in the back of that spot that i'm trying to work on doing a little renovation right now uh, so that i can free up some space behind the coffee counter to maybe put in a small kitchenette so we can produce some of our own stuff as well. That's cool. Because like I mentioned, my my background is mostly in kitchens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got some ideas. That's awesome. Wow. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite things, and this, this has happened pretty much every summer, uh, but specifically last summer I did it quite a bit just because I had the freedom to walk down there and take some meetings or whatever, but... The table's just out on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. And then the back porch. Yeah, I mean, we, you, can't, yeah. you can't beat the back porch. We, like, we love to be able to put the bistro tables out. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, chomping at the bits for these sunny days so that next week, mm-hmm. like we just talked about, hopefully all of next week's good to have uh, the tables out front and then the back patio. Yeah. We need to get that cleaned up so that we can enjoy that, too. But it's a great little hidden spot. Yeah. It's nice and quiet. The sun's always on the patio, so <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a it's a nice little hidden gem back there. Yeah, my first time coming to Deviate, I sat on the patio for like a while. Yeah, just because. Yeah, you don't you forget where you're at. Right, you really do. You know, downtown Greensburg is to your back. Yeah, you're looking out over the the rest of Greensburg. So yeah, yeah, that's it's awesome. Nice. It's a really cool thing. I I actually have some uh, specific questions about that. Uh, chai tea latte i was just talking to my mom about that uh last night um her and i both decided that we have like some issues with caffeine like both of us are like we're we get wired too easily but um she noticed that she switched from regular uh like coffee based lattes to a chai tea latte and she said that she totally like it took the it took the, uh, the shakiness the away. The jitters away. So, like, is there, like, a, a drastic drop in, like, caffeine in the, the chai tea? As so, opposed yeah, to I the mean, coffee? like, if she was a latte drinker, she was drinking some espresso, which mm-hmm. espresso is the high test. That's that's definitely your 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 top of the espresso or yeah. caffeine game. <laughs> uh, and, and the chai tea is a black tea-based uh, item. So, you know like most black teas there's caffeine in it Mm -hmm. Uh, black teas have the most green teas go down a little bit so there's definitely caffeine in the chai but not nearly as much as uh, a shot of espresso yeah i'm espresso guy all the way me too i can tell (laughs) yeah well and i I can't stop either that's the thing I, i could drink coffee all day because if i don't then i'll just crash and yeah yeah like i start out wrong yeah, that that uh, that's where I was probably the f- the first few months I owned in the shop. I drank a lot of coffee and a lot of espresso all day long, and I was definitely feeling it 
towards the end of the day, you know, a little, little yeah. too, a little too much. So I, <laughs> I cut back a little bit because like you said, I, I also love it. And when it's there all day, you know, I, instead of drinking water, I'm just drinking a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee so coffee, yeah. I had to, I had to, uh, wean myself back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Every day that I don't have coffee, I have a massive headache yeah. and I'm like, Oh man, I'm addicted to something. That's it. That's the caffeine. <laughs> it's gotcha. Yeah. It's got a hold on you. Hook in my mouth. That's <laughs> so funny. Like when we were teenagers, I mean, we couldn't drink yet. So we were going to coffee shops. We were hanging out at coffee shops <laughs> and stuff. So when I was younger, no issue with caffeine whatsoever. I was like pounding cups of coffee every <laughs> single day. No problem. We were going to like Denny's, Aim Park, or like if we would stop at like an actual coffee shop or something like that, you know, it was, uh, it was awesome. We'd just sit there hours and hours and just drink coffee mm. and smoke cigarettes and do <laughs> shitty things that teenagers do yeah but, uh, might have caught up to you after all these years huh? who knows yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's these nuts there's these places in texas that in the in the morning they're coffee shops and then they transition to like a bar really which, and it's dangerous because you know you're there all day <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's, that's like yeah. 1920s your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you never see your family right just sign it over to the <laughs> bartender oh my god wow yeah that's that's wild yeah that would be awesome. But it's, if like, they it's like you, you sit at a bar, like like you would at a, like yeah. coffee. Yeah, though. yeah, a coffee bar. Yeah, that would be amazing if they gave you free Wi-Fi when it was a coffee shop and started charging you the Wi-Fi whenever yeah. you were drunk. See, I don't, Ooh, I don't know if that's I smart. don't know if they they uh, they transition in Italy, but I know in Italy those guys will stand around the espresso bar all day and drink shots of espresso and shots of limoncello. So oh I, I, you know, it goes hand in hand, I guess. Like one up, twisted, one down. Twisted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but they they literally stand around it and just shots of espresso like like we would anywhere, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, also they drink it like not well, like water. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that is wild, man. That's nuts. So back to your, uh, I guess your origins here. Um, how did you how did you end up getting into culinary? Did you is that something that you wanted to do straight out of high school? Or? Yeah. So I uh, I kind of caught a passion for it when I was younger, uh, just from watching the food network and different mm -hmm. things, you know, it was really popular when, when we were growing up. So, uh, I just like to be in the kitchen a lot. My parents owned a small business, uh, in a, an American Taekwondo association in karate school. And they were at the, at the school, a lot of evenings. Are, so you, like I, a, are you like a black belt or something? I, I actually am a third degree black belt. I, this I could almost tell. Like I'm afraid of you for some reason. <laughs> Why am I intimidated? No, no reason to be afraid. It's all it's all self defense. I'll, I'll, I got uh, us covered. So I have to attack you. Yes, okay. and then and then, the, and then yeah. it kicks in. Yeah, and then it kicks in. All right. Uh, but so I was really like enjoyed making dinner for them while uh, I was hanging out at home in the evenings. So when they would get home at nine o'clock, we could eat instead of them then having to cook dinner and you know yeah. whatnot so that's how i kind of got into it and i thought about going to culinary school but you know with talking to a few different people who had been in the industry and whatnot they they suggested maybe something more like hospitality management because you get a little bit of both worlds and it gives you more options to you know hotels restaurant management front of the house back of the house different different options other than just the culinary degree uh so that's what i decided to do up at iup and really fell in love with it i mean i think you have to be a certain type of person to 
work with the public every day, yeah. uh, especially in restaurants because, you know, everybody eats every day. It's, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> so uh, that's, that's where my roots were as far as just home cook. So I don't have a degree in culinary, but I have the hospitality degree and I just kind of slid into restaurants right out of high school. I moved down to DC, uh, worked for a, a brand new restaurant that was opening up, um, earned my way through there to, to a sous chef position. And, and, you know, that was a great gig. I just was kind of missing home and the DC might've been a little too much for me. It's, it's nonstop down there. Yeah. Uh, so moved home to, to, to do something different. And that's when I, I, uh, fell into J Corks. So I was the sous chef at J Corks for five years. Um, bounced around a little bit after that and, uh, went to Brasserie du Soleil and, and here we are now I make coffee. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. I, uh, DC, DC's a, it's a cool place. It's a great city. It's a great city uh, to visit, to, to go down for the weekend. There's a mm -hmm. ton going on, great food. Uh, but I think living there takes a certain type of person. Yeah. It's a nonstop city. They say, they say New York never sleeps. I, I don't, I think DC never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hate DC. Yeah. I hate it. Do I, you really? I hate it. <clears throat> I, yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you're talking like uh, there's a, there's a lot of places around DC. See, DC itself, there's you know little little to love other than the monuments. And you know if you if you're a if you're an American American American, you love right, DC, yeah. right? Uh, I lived in Alexandria, Virginia, which there's a, a lot to love in Alexandria. That's where so my brother lives. It's a really yeah. cool town. Um, and I worked in National Harbor, Maryland, which is just across the river. That from, place is fucking sick. And there's a lot going on there. That's a cool, cool little place. When I first, that was 2011 when I went down there. So it was still small. Yeah. Uh, National Harbor now is like, there's a MGM. It, it's gone, yeah. gone crazy. Uh, so DC itself, I may have similar feelings. There's a lot of cool stuff around yeah. the area. The DMV area is, is fine. Yeah. If, as you go out, I don't know. I just every time I go to DC, I'm like, why am I here? Yeah, yeah. It's why crowded am I in traffic and for everything's three so hours. expensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive. It's just it's a cool place. I think uh, most big cities. Like I always thought, because of what I do, like video game and everything like that. Like uh, not video games, but the video game. Um, <laughs> I always thought that I was going to have to like move to a big city. So I always like thought when I was in college, it was going to be New York, LA, Chicago, Miami, DC, one of those, one of the big ones. And it just like, as I started like watching, like, you know, as graduation got closer and closer and like all these kids that I was graduating with were like, I'm moving to LA, I'm moving to New York, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I was like, I I don't think that I really want to go to any of those places. Like it started to dawn on me that like there were people in Erie who were doing what I wanted to do and they were fucking cleaning house because there weren't a shitload of people doing yeah. it. And I was like, Oh fuck, I'm going to just move back to where I'm from and yeah. just do that. Change the game. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to go there, but you know, we go, we visit these cities and stuff and dude, like Vegas, I see you in the bars all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you, I mean, if you saw last week's episode, <laughs> you know that we like to drink, we yeah. like to party, we like to hang out. 
I should love Vegas as a person. <laughs> I should, uh, me, I should love Vegas. I can't fucking stand it. I go there, I have fun for like two days, and then I'm like, I just want to go home. I think two days is the limit for Vegas. Yeah. Why? No, I, let's press this. Why? Why? Do you... I just, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It, like, I feel like a kid at a sleepover who misses his fucking mom. I'm mm. like, I want to go home. And there's nothing you can tell me. It's too much, and not to mention you spend money like water. Oh, God, yeah. Well, do you like to gamble? Are you a gambling person? I, I do enjoy a little bit of gambling from here and there, but I know my yeah. limits, and I know that I I can't give into that because yeah. then I won't have any money. Yeah. Well, so you're smart. Like, I, I truly don't even like to gamble yeah. because I'm so anxious about money I'm going to lose that I'm like, I don't even want to put this down because I'm just going to lose it. Yeah. So I don't even do it. So the whole Vegas thing doesn't even appeal to me because I – would not even want to do that. Right. I want to go for the buffets. I want to go for which aren't all they're cracked up to be. Yeah, yeah, re really, just like hanging out, yeah. which I could do anywhere. Right, so, right, yeah. yeah. It, it it it's a lot in it's, Vegas. That's it, for sure. It's nuts. Uh, I mean, like I don't even gamble. My wife does, um, but I don't. So I went on our last trip. I went and I think I only played like a hundred bucks the whole. We were there for like four or five days, yeah. and. Uh, but what got me was a can of Miller Lite was like eleven fifty, oh. and well, we know how much I like my Miller Lite, so it was like <laughs> that's a gamble. I mean times that by five days, yeah. and uh, then you're looking at we stopped by um, you know Giada's little lunch cafe, and now that's just like a little lunch spot in the <laughs> hotel, and I'm like looking around and I'm like oh a salad I'll eat the salad and. Uh, a croissant and I'll get an iced coffee. My wife got the same thing, but a Dr. Pepper is 87 fucking dollars. Wow. Uh, dude, this salad was literally like in a little bento box like this fucking big. And I at that point I almost fucking cried. Yeah. I was yeah. like $87 for, for two, two salads, salads two croissants and two drinks that aren't even making me have fun at this point. I would just <laughs> Make a PB and J in my room. Yeah. <laughs> be alone. I mean, like, dude, spike my coffee with absinthe or something, and I'm like, here you go, take it. Take, I'm good. Just take it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've had some similar experiences in Vegas. It's you just pull out money and just hand it over. Might as well just burn it. Yeah. Seriously, you're better off. You're better off. <laughs> it's, Especially it's if nuts. you like to gamble. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can feel like what you're what you're talking about. I've done it. I've moved but yeah, uh, a million I mean, times, and I keep coming home. It's the same thing. So when I graduated college or high school, I wanted to move west. That was mm -hmm. my thing. Like all my friends at the time, Colorado, Utah, you know, we liked to snowboard. We liked to hike. We yeah. Liked to, that was the place to go. And for some reason, I decided to go to D.C., <laughs> 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 which I lasted a year, and it was great. I lived with my brother, although I never saw him because we worked opposite schedules. Uh but it, it was a good experience. I learned a lot, but I was I was I could I wasn't couldn't get out of there fast enough. And yeah. like you said, to come back home, I realized you know you don't have to go to these big cities. Do something small, a small local shop. Jay Corks at the time was great. We had a lot of fun there. Those guys are awesome. They still are there doing great yeah. food. Mike yeah. and Alan and uh, it, it, yeah, it's so great. It's it's it for me. It's great to be back. I love being in Greensburg. You know, growing up thinking I wanted to move away, didn't want to live here, I couldn't have been more wrong. Right. I mean, I think everybody, when they're a kid, I mean, like, 
I'm starting to hear like our kids yeah. doing the same thing. They're like, "Can't wait to get the fuck out of here." And I'm just like, I'm laughing because I know it's gonna. I was that. I was that guy. Yeah. I was like, you know, taking my skateboard and all my angst, and I was like, "Can't wait to get the fuck out of here." Yeah. I hate this place. Blah blah blah. You know, like down in Latrobe, being uh, all fucking dumb. And uh, you know, I left. I left for college. I left for work and all kinds. And and I keep coming back. And I'm just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Like I don't ever want to leave my family. I have too many friends here. It's this is where I'm supposed to be. I hate missing shit. Mm -hmm. uh, friends' weddings I've had to miss. Family events, watching my nieces grow up, things yeah. like that. I'm like, but I think there's an important part of leaving because you have to sort of get it out of your system. You go out yeah. there, you realize what's all out there. Yeah, you know, hundred percent right. And you then get you a go perspective on things. You yeah. get, and you learn. You learn a lot when you're out there on your own, and you you're, you know, going to college is one thing. You're still tied to your parents a little bit, but when mm -hmm. you first move out into that big city or wherever it is, you learn a lot. But what's great about this area and this type of people is I like the fact that people leave, learn something, and then come back and bring that and new make it thing better. Yeah, make it better. So yeah. I'm all for people going out and finding themselves yeah. or whatever they have to do. Absolutely. But when they come back, I've just seen a lot of growth. I was really frustrated with Greensburg, let's say 15 years ago mm -hmm. or something, because I mm -hmm. just felt like there wasn't a lot going on. Young people were leaving oh, constantly, yeah. and now what you're seeing is people coming back and yeah. bringing all that yeah. new stuff back. And, and all that cool stuff that they did in those cities, they want to bring back to Greensburg. Yeah, yep. the night markets, the podcasts, the 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 uh, what, beer fest, and and the other awesome festivals that we do. Yeah, you know the the Friday night concert series, everything that Greensburg has has you know started doing and continues to improve on is has been really cool. When you yeah. say it all the time, you're like, I just want. I've lived in Lancaster. I want this place to be like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think people have that mentality too. If mm -hmm. we want to make this a great place to live, yeah. I mean, like I'm, I've talked to a few people about it, and you know, they weren't so receptive on the idea. Uh, just a whole lot of like gatekeeping and shit like that. But there's, I mean, there's a million other people that can you know get behind an idea. But first Fridays, like, do you know? Or you no, for, yeah. So the first Friday of every month up in Lancaster. It's just the stores stay open later. They block off the main streets. Uh, I know that that might be an issue, but they do it. And people, they set up uh, stages, bands play. People walk all over the place. They shop. Uh, they get rid of the whole uh, carry um, alcohol open, uh, open, container. open container thing. Yeah. They smash that. And, you know, you can just walk from place to place with a drink. You can go in and grab a, uh, a drink at a bar somewhere and then walk out and go shop somewhere or go to an art gallery or go watch the band or do something like that. Yeah. Music Fest uh, that uh, the Cultural Trust throws every year, that has been the closest to busting down that barrier. Two it's years ago when they – that, really that was like crazy that first year. Was it two or three years ago? No, I can't. You know, we lose it was, track of time with COVID. Yeah, I think it was three in, but, years ago. Yeah, it might have been three. The first that, one. That was wild. And yeah. They had the stage right down here in the yep. parking garage. That they was had, the first one. I mean, they were – that was awesome. It was well, I, think, I think we could do – you're saying first Friday, but I think mm -hmm. we could do something a Saturday morning even yeah. or, or to midday, you know, where you have people coming out. They can do like breakfast, coffee, uh, whatever, and then – a lot of people aren't working at that time, so you get a lot more people on a Saturday that would sort of carry that through the day. I know on Saturday mornings, I always want to kind of want to 
Yeah. I want to go out. For sure. But I don't really know where to go because uh, not a lot's happening. You're, you're open on Saturday. I am open Saturdays. Yeah. There's, there's been this thing where I've noticed a lot of Greensburg businesses are not open on yeah, Saturdays Yeah, it seems now. that a lot yeah. of them have, uh, have changed their, their Saturday. Which I get. People want to be off on the weekend. I get that. Um, but that I, shortage of help. Not to mention it's fine to hire people to work. Sure. Yeah, you know. But then I find myself as a consumer on Saturdays, I'm just... Because we... Wanting. Wanting something to do. Yeah, that's, we yeah. want to walk that's down That's not here one of something. the chains that, you know, <clears throat> obviously. But I think downtown definitely closes down a little bit. But whether it be Saturday morning or some evening, because Friday, the evenings yeah. they die too. You know, this, when everybody leaves the city, we're clearly a commuter city. You know, a lot of people work here during the day. Everybody leaves... There's not a lot going on, so to have something like that, keep I mean, people in town. Jessica's yeah. doing the, the the third the last Thursday. The night markets are great, but any way to expand on stuff like that would yeah. be would be awesome. Let's start a party on Friday night and just carry it into Saturday. There morning. you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That'd be awesome. absolutely. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Up like, in the in the gallery, and yeah. yeah, I've talked to a lot of people about it, and. Uh, like I said, some people weren't so receptive to the idea, giving me a lot of excuses as to why it couldn't happen, why this can't happen, why this can't happen. A lot of gatekeeping shit going on. And it's like, okay, like the this generation has already dealt with the gatekeeping with like the yeah. old folks that used to run this place. Not going to fucking do it again with this yeah. new generation of fucking people. So yeah. we need to find a way around just do that. It. I, it, motto is just to do it now and apologize later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But I think, uh, I mean, like, honestly, this place could be super happening. I mean, like, I have my, my 16-year-old kid coming up to me and being like, hey, I was listening to something with my dad, um, his biological dad. He's like, I was listening to something with my dad the other day, and they were talking about Greensburg being, like, in the next 20 years being as, like, as big as Pittsburgh. And I was like, what? And he, like, turned me on to this uh, this article or whatever. So I'm, like, reading this and, like, then the um, the young one comes up and says the same thing like two weeks later, and he's like, "I mean, is that is that true? Are we gonna have like a, a football field and a baseball?" And I'm like, "Well, I was like, I don't I don't know that it's gonna go that far." I said, "But like, if we have like sports team. right, yeah, the yeah Greensburg, the Greensburg um, Steelers, <laughs> but um, you know, for hopes or plans or something like that for an area like this to." just be kind of uh i don't know sprawling just be thought into, about like that right, from yeah, what i don't like, know what the publication was but you know that's great yeah it's good to see someone else that's maybe looking in from the outside yeah and saying that so it mm -hmm. means that everybody that is doing something in greensburg is doing the right thing yeah and then keep doing it <laughs> yeah and it's awesome i mean we have our we have our base of just incredible businesses that are already here i mean the coffee shops are great the restaurants are great uh we just have like so much it's such a self-contained you know spot we really could use you know like a, a grocery store that's yeah like dead center in yeah. the town something like that of course we got you know the charlie shop and saves right They're i close. mean just fucking tickling the outside of town yeah. right there but like you know, something right in the center of town, like a nice, like, market to go, like, grocery shopping and stuff like that. That would be sweet. Uh, but, I mean, we're doing it. Yeah, we're, I'm, something like really that. Awesome. I mean, the more the merrier. More bistros, the delis, you know, yeah. all that stuff. 
that, that these other cities have that that we can improve on you know more than the more the merrier yeah do you like barbecue do i like barbecue i might i love might be a better word okay yeah. <laughs> so my my neighbor actually our backyards touch okay uh her and her husband actually started deviate they were the ones that yeah they were the first mark owners. and terry yes yeah love them great people um and so I do barbecue and I smoke and everything. And every time I'm cooking it, she comes, she like smells it and comes out <laughs> and starts having a conversation with me. So, and, yeah. and then we end up talking about you because you bought the business. She, she always, she's a sweetheart. She's like, oh, I need to go there. I need to introduce myself. I haven't met him yet. And so I just saw her this week, like two days ago, I yeah. saw her and I said, hey, we're going to have him on the show. Um, I'll make sure that I talk to him. And she's like, Make sure that you talk to him about barbecue because <laughs> I want to – here's where I'm headed. I'm, this is selfish on my part. Yeah. Here's where I'm headed. I have this <laughs> huge – ever since you bought it, I have this huge desire to do like a morning, like a breakfast barbecue type thing yeah. with oh, coffee. Like okay. espresso barbecue sauce. Yeah. Like some, all that. Some barbecue sauce, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I had this dream in college. I wanted to like open this barbecue restaurant and call it like Smoke AM where it was like a, like a morning like barbecue a, place because it's my – own thought that barbecue is a morning food, even though a lot of people eat it for dinner because it's so like hearty. It's supposed to last the whole throughout day. The, yeah, throughout the day. Yeah. yeah, like you don't eat a bunch and then go to bed. Like it's okay. better to eat it. So anyway, I want to make sure I talk to you about that because if you yeah. want to do a collaboration, no, that sounds thing, fantastic. We can definitely uh, do something. A little little breakfast AM barbecue pop up. Yeah. yeah. I saw you. You had pizza the one time. We too. did. We did. We had uh, John McCaffrey, who's actually the uh, pizza guy down here at Yellow Bridge. Yeah. Uh, he he came up and did some stuff with his his recipe, and he was he's part of a great organization called Slice Out Hunger. Uh, it started in New York. They uh, provide pizza and whatnot for homeless individuals or people who are just you know can't afford their their slice of pizza that day. Uh, they raise money for that. There's a lot of places in New York that'll do like they started putting post-it notes on the wall. You know, you buy a slice of pizza, you buy one for somebody. Doesn't matter. Stick it on the wall. If somebody needs one, they come in. So, so John, John got involved in that organization, uh, and we did a pop-up, um, and we we raised a good bit of money for them. It was close to like four hundred dollars or something. So. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Brian does. Uh, Brian does amazing barbecue. Yeah, he's. Uh, you're already doing pop-ups and stuff like that yeah. with a uh, couple local businesses and yeah, breweries I'd love to, and stuff I'd love like to that. Do that. Yeah, yeah I, I like to. My favorite thing. I my favorite thing is to partner with a business downtown. Yeah. Like I've been to the pawn shop, Invisible Man Brewing. Um, I've been to a couple different businesses around, and I just like to seriously like just helping each other out. Like, yeah, like as it should. It should people. be a nice, uh, nice business relationship between businesses. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So anyway. I yeah, absolutely. Stop in. I'll give you some coffee so you can take it home and try your barbecue sauce. Yeah, absolutely. That would, that's see, sweet. I was yeah. just having this conversation. I, I like espresso barbecue sauce is on the rise. So like espresso barbecue sauce, and then you can take it a step further and use it in a rub. Yes, yes, that's a great <laughs> idea. Oh man, <laughs> you oh. know I have that 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 chef background uh, yes. also. So see, oh, we, we, can, have to, we, we can we can talk. We can definitely get something going. Let's talk I, that sounds exciting. I've uh, done pop ups so with. Uh, Kill Devil Meals as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. Barry came out the one day with Stephanie from Little Garden Kitchen. They did a breakfast pop-up. So the, the more we can do to promote each other, the better. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Yeah. That's what this podcast is all about, man. Yeah. I love so it. The, you know, that speaking of rubs, the, the head keeper uses my espresso in their, in their oh, rock really? star dust. So, you know, it pairs really good with steak. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's sweet. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is better than a coffee rub steak. Yeah, those guys down at, 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 at Headkeeper do a great job. Yeah. 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 Super, super good. So I guess, uh, you know, being a year, has everything kind of gone to plan? Has... Has there been, I mean, obviously with business, there's ups and downs and things like that, but I mean, have... Yeah, there's, there's ups and downs, but I, I think everything so far has gone to plan. We had a, we had a really great. good year. Um, it, like I said, the, the expansion of the night markets last year was huge for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave us a lot of new customers that, that wouldn't have seen us otherwise, because yeah. we don't have any evening hours right now. I... I'm our only employee. So uh, <laughs> right now our, our hours are more limited. We don't have any evening hours. So those Thursday evenings, getting a ton of influx from, from that mm-hmm. uh, was awesome to just get our name out there. A lot of the people that I would see Thursday evenings for the first time would be back in the shop uh, and have become regular since, which is awesome. Uh, did it go to plan? I don't know. I'm not sure if I even had a plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, I jumped in. Uh, kind of not knowing mm-hmm. what what was going on i i wanted to do it i i it made sense to me uh in my head i don't know you know if it made sense to anybody else if i would have put it on paper but i think it's been great uh, a lot of new customers a lot of a lot of good feedback from the city so i couldn't be any happier and and i'm excited for the uh next year that's awesome see what we can do see what we can add are you tired at all I'm always tired. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking these tired. fucking things. Not, yeah, <laughs> not, um, I, yeah, I'm looking at Ryan certainly. over there. He's like, <laughs> do you have another one? <laughs> I, I do actually. Five <laughs> thirty yeah. comes early a lot mm-hmm. of days. Um, so there's there's definitely days where where my alarm goes off and I'm like, man, I, you know, just another hour would be great. But that's not you know that's not what I signed up for. We, right. I. I when I first took over, I changed the open time from eight to seven because I wanted to be able to get that well, hour. That, make, that makes sense. You know, the courthouse yeah. opens at eight. I wanted to be there an hour right. before that. that so, sense. you know, yeah, I am tired sometimes, but doing what I do, loving what I do, makes it makes it all good. Yeah. And the best part about being tired is I go to a coffee shop. <laughs> right. First thing in the morning. <laughs> so you so. that. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, thankfully some some options that I can <laughs> right. indul- indulge upon to right on. <laughs> bring me back to life. That's um, your story, along with a lot of other people that have been on the show. Um, it all kind of it just keeps taking me back to COVID, and it's just like, and a lot of people. You know, at the time, that shit was, like, super scary, and, you know, we didn't know what was going on. Uh, wear your mask, don't wear your mask. I don't fucking know. Everyone's scared. Stay home, don't stay home. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, is it in the yeah. air? We don't fucking know, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody just got this, like, burst of, like, reality where it was, like, I have to do something to make money. And I think that really – I like to I like to pretty much equate it to that game at the bar um, – put a quarter in it and it shoves the money mm, off yes. the fucking end of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it did to people. And it was like, okay, go. And it was like, figure it out, make fucking money. Yeah. The floodgates opened. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, if you're thinking about taking that leap into making a small business or, uh, 
medium or large size business, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, whatever it was. If you liked making barbecue in your kitchen at yeah. home during the COVID, it kind of expanded the ability to yeah. make a business out of it. Right. You had time to do it. You had time to curate everything and really put your thoughts into it and do whatever you wanted to do. But it also gave you the, uh, you know, the cojones to fucking really go and give it a shot. And a lot of people capitalized on that. It was, it was really fucking awesome. Yeah. And I, I love it. I love seeing like a ton of my friends who were, you know, doing a, a nine to five, a regular nine to five who are like doing their own shit now and now aren't scared to dabble in other ideas and just be like, you know what? Fuck, I already did that. I'm right. going to, I'm going to try to do something bigger. Yeah, it is great to see people you grew up with or were working just that mindless job prior to the pandemic, doing their own thing, mm -hmm. bringing businesses into Greensburg, you know, hustling on their own. It's really great to see. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Like working for yourself now? It's obviously a huge mind shift because I, I probably say the same thing to every single business owner. But when you take on a venture yourself, it's very different from being someone's employee. Now all of a sudden you have all these things to worry about. Yeah. You know, is that has that been a big transition for you being a business owner? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, you can't just clock out and go home. You know, there's always something you need to think about. Go to the store, get this, plan that, make sure you're doing your bookkeeping or making sure everything's ordered. Uh, it definitely changes the mentality of, you know, go to work, clock in, clock out, you're done. Right now it's, it's 24 seven. It's, but that's, that's the great thing about it though. You have control on what you're doing mm -hmm. and, and making the decisions and not, you know, having the cojones to go out there and do it is, is, you know, half the battle, but yeah, it, it definitely, you have to change your mindset. There's no more. All right. I'm done for the day. Right. <laughs> Maybe at some point, but there's a lot more you have to do to, uh, you know, get yourself set up for success. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, it's even the little things, uh, we were joking around last week, uh, with Ryan Job, he was in here and I was just like, I, like, I, I hate social media. I don't like mm. making posts. That's one of my things too, man. And I just, you I have just to, dislike though, it. Yeah. Like, you have I, to. I dislike it too, but it's like, it's part of the thing working or normal job even you know as a chef before i might have taken some pictures and posted them on my personal instagram account like you know this is food you know mm -hmm. check this out but it wasn't like you didn't have the to advertising that it is now you know right, now yeah. it's it's my main form of advertising yep uh and you know there'll be a week goes by and i'm like oh my god i didn't make a single a single uh, uh social media post this week i'm yeah. like you know but the people still come in and it still you know, things still work out, but that is a huge thing when yep. you, when you get those posts and, and you can tell when, when people hit them and they come in and go, Oh, I saw that. Uh, where's those scones at? Where's, I saw that drink you made. Like it, it, that I don't like it either, but yep. it's a necessary evil for, for a small business. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure I, I see yeah. you post like pictures outside your shop a lot. Yeah. Right. Like first like, thing in the morning. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Yeah. I like that. I don't those know are why. those are my favorite ones. It's just different, yeah. I think. I don't know. It's a different perspective. Nobody yeah. sees, you know, everybody that works in Greensburg doesn't see it at, yeah. at that time. Yeah. You know, so that's why I like to do it. Yeah. Especially cool. especially when there's weather. Yeah. You know, the snow and what and snow and 
Well, yeah. People haven't cleaned the streets yet. People haven't cleaned the streets yet. Daylight savings time when it's like uh, darker. Yeah. By the, when you get there that and it's first darker. That one that I posted, but, I was like, it's real dark this morning. But, you know, um, you know, now everything's lightening up. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's a it's a cool perspective. Those foggy mornings are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I live in uh, Fifth Ward, so I always come down Pittsburgh. And when you hit the top of Pittsburgh looking at the courthouse and the sun comes up right over top of it, it's always – I always want to stop my truck and take a picture there too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, dude, it's cool. I really, uh, I really love where you're located. Like North Pennsylvania right there is just like the perfect fucking yeah. spot. Pennsylvania's a great street. There's a yeah. lot of good, uh, people on that street, the business yeah. owners, uh, the employees that work in the, the shops. It's a good, it's a good mm-hmm. street. Yeah. It's a really cool spot. I really like that. One of these days, uh, <laughs> another idea I have. There we go. <laughs> and I've actually tagged Mayor Bell in this, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 fucking times. Um, but I would love for them to just shut that fucking road down forever and make it like a walking mall. Yeah. That would be fucking great. That would oh. be. Put some planters in the middle of the road, yeah. brick that motherfucker up. Put a, put a couple of big concrete barriers in yep. the end. Well, I think that's... String some lights. The thing about Greensburg is... I'd, I'd expand outwards. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. The walkability, like, you're constantly crossing streets, so to have something like that where you don't have to worry about traffic yeah. Yeah. seems really nice. You're talking about that whole street. I don't know about the entire street because Probably of the courthouse, that but middle, that the, middle the courthouse section. Courthouse yeah, yeah. would, would be the issue, and the post office yeah. on my block would be the issue. But that center street, you yeah. can definitely do. The yeah. center street, yeah. I mean, and people would be like, oh, I have to drive around it. Like, so? Yeah. There's parking up there. Big deal. <laughs> or, or walk. Yeah. Or walk, yeah. And those are For some those of my... lucky enough to walk, yeah. Mm. Those are some of my favorite uh, parts of the cities that we were just talking about. Down in D.C. at the National Mall. Those are some of my favorite, like the, the wall or uh, the walking mall places down there. Yeah, uh, I was in Miami last year for a lot of shoots. Just like a random street, just you know, it's a yeah park benches everywhere, trees, potted plants. Yeah. Like you said, restaurants spill out onto the street. Mm-hmm. There's a the center of Boulder, Colorado, is just like that. It's like the city center. I'm sure at yeah. one point it was a street, but they've blocked it off and. Yeah, you know. and it's just one little section. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like this crazy, like we're going to shut down the whole goddamn town. Yeah, yeah. It's just one little section. Yeah, it's yeah. like it could work, and that would just differentiate us from fucking everywhere. Yeah, like that could be such a cool spot. That would bring so many people here because everyone would just be like, "I want to have a drink there. I yeah, want to eat sit a meal and, yeah. there." Like. Saturday, what are we doing? We're going to fucking hang out right there. Right, right in the middle there. Grab yeah. a grab a drink at Invisible Man. Stop across the street here, you know, yeah, whatever. Absolutely. It's a great idea. Yeah. Wow, I'm for that. <clears throat> it would be sweet. That's the first time I've heard well, of this. Well, keep tagging the, the mayor. I know. <laughs> Coming for you, Rob. <laughs> has, he, has he responded to you? Has he responded to anything? Yeah, he actually has. He uh, The first time I tagged him, he I think he put a smiley face and just said, what did he say? He said something like, that would be great. <laughs> or something like that. Well, he's up for re-election, so hey, I'll vote for you if, That's you, right, if yeah. you do this. I'll vote for you. <laughs> Walking mall. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, there's just so many, like, you know, different things that could set us apart and things like that. Like, we've got the businesses. We've got the cool atmosphere. We've, we've got, got the, the artists. Grids. Yeah, I mean, dude, the artists. 
Man, I'm telling you what. This town has got a, got a, a lot of good artists. That's for sure. That's one thing I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, you know, learning about coffee, but I, I have knew nothing about art, and I'm learning that this town is full of it, and yeah. and people that want to promote it. Yeah, I really knew nothing about the art scene as completely as I do now. Like, of course, I knew Dasher, a um, few other people around town, uh, some of the photographers, things like that. But I didn't know, I guess, how far that went until I was a part of the uh, Cultural Trust. Yeah. And then I was like, holy shit, there's a ton of people that are, like, super awesome. And then um, uh, the guys at the Green Beacon show up. Yeah. And then I'm just like... Holy shit, like, who did this? And they're like, oh, yeah, this is a guy out in fucking Mount Pleasant. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. And it's just like, these people are local. All these people are local. And I love, like, you know, we'll come down and grab a coffee every once in a while, sit in the little uh, the art gallery on yeah. your side. And, dude, just like the cool, the little, the dude who makes the, the super the little paper, intricate paper. paper stuff, yeah. My wife went to school with him. Dude, I will spend fucking hours Stat, yeah looking through his instagram and facebook stuff and i'm just like this is incredible this yeah. is incredible this yeah, is incredible that, that that stuff we have in there right now from from ted is, yeah. is amazing that's uh theodore bola uh is the artist we have his stuff in our gallery right now it's it's amazing uh it runs until april 15th so last week to check it out but yeah. if you haven't had a chance stop down uh the art gallery is is full of some really really cool stuff that I don't even know how is physically possible that he yeah. made, that he made it like the the fact that it's paper and he cut it all by hand you know it, it'll blow your mind it's nuts do you have artists reach out to you and say hey I want to hang some stuff up is that yeah. how it works yeah I have um, I have artists who will reach out to me I have people who come in and just bring me a piece of art and be like hey I've you know heard you do art I want and I'm if as long as I have room I'm I'm like really more than happy to hang whatever I can, try to try to sell somebody's art. Um, that's why we separate the two rooms. We have a lot of different artists in that, in the coffee side of the, the restaurant. And then we like to showcase an artist in the gallery. Oh. Uh, normally about 30 days. I, I try to keep just one artist in there to, oh, to okay. showcase them. So nice. yeah, we're getting ready to switch. Like I said, Ted's stuff goes until April 15th. And then I've got a, another really talented guy named Sean Gregory uh, bringing in his art for the next month. And, and he does some really awesome oil paintings. So. Nice. That's really awesome. Maybe we could uh, submit that project we were talking about. You were He wanted to do a series of nudes with mm -hmm. um, bear rugs. Bear, okay. Like bear skin rugs. Yeah. Yeah, we were just going to do it for ourselves. Photography but, or... Yeah, uh, photo. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if we were we were painting this oil paint, getting Dasher to paint them. <laughs> Both. <laughs> we'll get Dasher to come in and do some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, hey, there we go. Art is art. We'll hang it up. You, you bring bring me a collection. We'll put them up there. Bear put rugs them on the counter. Yeah, Ryan. What are you doing on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the bear rug in their house? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Dude. I uh, I don't know, man. This coffee's delicious. I I just I feel you know with you getting in down there. I I loved the shop even even before you took it over. Um, 
I'm not familiar with the, I forget their names, um, the two ladies who uh, are. Kim and Patricia. Yes. Um, didn't they move to like Costa Rica or something they, like that? They, they were getting ready to. They're still local, but they, oh, okay. they, they do it, have a place that they, uh, okay. down south, I, I believe it's, um, um, it's not Costa Rica, but in right now my brain can't something think like it, that. But, Puerto Rico, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I just, I think it's so cool that, you know, they, yeah, they, they were awesome. They are awesome. Those two women are, are fantastic. They kept deviate alive yeah. through the pandemic, which, you know, they deserve a round of applause for that. Anybody who kept their business open through that, uh, you know, deserves, mm-hmm. deserves a clap on the back. Um, but I think they were ready to retire so they could plan their their move to the uh, the islands Tropics. and uh, fi- yeah. find someone to <clears throat> keep the DV8 feel alive. Though they weren't they weren't they weren't ready to sell just to sell. They didn't want to just drop it. Yeah, um, they were looking for someone that wanted to keep DV8 alive, and I'm I'm glad I can do that. That's good. And, and yeah. this has been the same. I mean, it's changed hands a couple times. So I'm the third still, owner. Yeah. yeah, and it's still. It's still, still same deal. Yeah. Still, still mm-hmm. deviate. Still a local art gallery. Uh, like you said, uh, Terry and her husband Mark paved the way. Yeah. Um, for us, and to, they're really proud of it. I mean, to keep it, alive. you know, they're they're great people. They're my neighbors. They mm-hmm. they still have like their giant espresso machine set up in their house, yeah. their homes. So they're still passionate about it too. But um, yeah, it's nice to see that that dream is still going. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it's incredible to me. I think that. You know, that gives some motivation to other small business owners that, you know, in today's craziness and stuff like that, you, you're hearing about Social Security and retirement and this and that and all this other shit, that it's still possible, you know, like you're a small business and stuff like that, but people, you know, are able to be successful, retire, sell their business and, yeah. you know, live live out the rest of their years, like, you know, yeah. happy and shit yeah. like that. So, um I think it's gives uh, us all something to to strive for. Right, yeah. yeah. I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Even in a small little town. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best place to do it. Yeah. You absolutely. don't have to go to DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not you. Yeah, if you can I won't. avoid it for the <laughs> yeah. rest of your life. You'll I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my brother. I appreciate you for coming in. Yeah, man. This was great. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Yeah, it thanks was, for coming. Uh, really good time. He actually uh Waved us down in the parking lot. Was I it did, last, yeah. Last week or two weeks ago, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah two, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you had saw us, so this was great. Because actually, well, I ran into him, I, I believe, prior to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you came down to the shop, and you, you had said something about having me on the show, and then, you know, everybody gets busy. Like, and then you guys just happened to be standing there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I walked past you once to go to my car, and I was like, well, I'm not going to walk past again without <laughs> saying something. So, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad well, we did. Well, one year ago to the day, April 7th, one year ago, we had Sarah on the podcast, and that was the first time we were all sitting around talking, saying, hey, do you know that, that there's a new owner for Deviate? And we all talked. We are like, we really want to have him on the show. But we were going around like, oh, no one knows. None <laughs> no of us know, know him. And so Sarah was like, I'm just going to go in there and buy a coffee and just ask him to be on the show. Yeah. Anyway, exactly yeah. one year later from that conversation, nice. here we're you here, are. Here we are sitting <laughs> here. Fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is very funny. And that actually happened to be one of our most listened to episodes. Yeah. The one with Sarah? Yeah. yeah. It was super funny. Um, yeah. That was the sobriety episode, right? Yeah. Sobriety. Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, she she had like she, sometimes she comes on here with like her own topics or things that you know she wants to talk about, and, and sobriety was one of them. It was sort of like um, opening up the conversation for individuals who live that sort of lifestyle yeah. and, and want to be okay like talking yeah. about it. So it was, just, it was a good way to 
yeah, just have a conversation about sobriety, yeah. and it was great. And uh, and to be able to you know show what they can you know there's lots of things they can do in in town that oh yeah isn't a bar, exactly yeah know? exactly yeah so. Um, yeah, but I just thought that was funny. We were we were talking about you not knowing you <laughs> yeah. one year ago today. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be sitting here today. <laughs> here we sure. are. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you who don't uh, know what Deviate is, do you have any uh, links uh, to a website? Yeah, or absolutely. Your socials, uh, Instagram. We are Deviate Greensburg, uh, and then on Facebook we are just the Deviate Espresso Bar and Gallery. And awesome. for listeners, it's. The letter D, the letter V, and the number eight. The letter D, V, D, and v, the number eight, eight. Awesome. and that and that means to just to deviate, to uh, do something different, change yep. change your normal. Very good. All right, Zach. Awesome. Thank you so much. I You're appreciate thank you. having you on, and uh, yeah, thank you guys. I look forward to this cap- uh, collaboration here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, too. Uh, I, me too. I'm excited to see what we can do with some barbecue. Get, yeah. get some. Uh, coffee flavors and and see what you come up with seriously and I'd, I'd love to have you at the shop for a little pop-up for sure yeah all right there breakfast tacos i'm just gonna leave yeah. okay yeah little, just gonna breakfast leave you with tacos, that. little breakfast brisket sandwich with a dippy egg on top oh, dang. all right <laughs> now we all we're, we're go going off the air for this in three two one